good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Wherever you might be in the world, and whatever time you might be listening to me, welcome. This is your host, Chicken Man, and you are now tuned in to the Trap House by the Beach podcast. This is my first episode. I'll be alongside with my co-host, Hot Boy, and we'll be discussing the current current state of affairs we have going on in our country. We just had a recent election that just passed. Congratulations to Joe Biden, hopefully the president bows down gracefully in this occasion, but I digress. (laughs) And we'll be discussing other topics such as the legislation that just passed involving different psychedelic substances in the states. Because I believe that psychedelics hold the key to ending most of human unnecessary suffering. I hope you enjoy. Had in the world, had in the world, we back at it again. Yes, well, this will be our first official long-standing podcast here at the Trap House by the Beach. Brought to you by... (laughs) Yes, sir. Brought to you by your host, Jigamane. I'm alongside with my co-host, Hot Boy. You already know, Hot Boy in the building. Everything I touch, hot fire. Hot light fire. <laughs> Fuego, my boy. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> well, we here gathered today to disseminate a couple things that we uh, boy, you see sound going like on in the world. Eric, look at all the ass. Praise her. Yeah, boy, you sound like somebody that uh about the you got sound like a preacher that uh, we got it here today in holy matrimony. Hey man, that's what this is. I'm here to try to hopefully enlighten a few people on some things that they might not be aware of. Yeah, yeah that call yeah, that makes me a preacher, man. Hallelujah. I'm the preacher man. Hey, shit, you already know, <laughs> Hey, we need a little preachers in, in the in the community. You feel me? We need some preaching right now. You feed me with everything that's going on, man. But you shit, you was about to break it down anyway and let everybody know, you know, what we was gonna go through on this special edition of Trap House on the Beach. You feel me? Everything is gonna get be in exquisite detail. You feel me? We finna get y'all that raw, uncut version of us. Nobody else. We ain't trying to be nobody else because it's a little easier just being us. So we finna get that to y'all. Give y'all. You know, the usual, our perspective on, you know, the, the things that's going on today. You feel me? We got a lot going on. You feel me? I'm going to go ahead and let Joe go ahead and tell y'all what, what's on the menu today. Yeah. Well, first off, you know, we have to talk about our new president-elected Joe Biden being presented into office soon. Hopefully, you know, if Donald Trump doesn't keep on with the shenanigans. Yeah, oh man, boy, I, you, that, uh, you, that's yeah, how I yeah, feel about wait. that. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, that's how I feel about that right there. You feel me? You already know. First off, first, first off, and foremost, congratulate to all my black folk that came out and made a difference because y'all made a difference. All the major cities that Trump was calling shitholes and disrespecting. It's funny and hilarious, and it's just a complete orthodox. I don't even know if I said that right. I don't give a fuck. But yeah, it's just one of those complete things where 
they the ones end up putting his ass out of office. It's funny. You feel me? Detroit, Chicago, shout out to all these bitches here. Atlanta, shout out to all these cities. And y'all did y'all thing. And not only y'all, everybody in general, just everybody in general, shout out to y'all as well because y'all broke records this year on both sides. The blue side, red side, everybody came out, you know, and they, they made their voice heard, you feel me? Yeah, each, each president has 70-plus million votes each. I think Biden had, you know, like 76, 75, and then Trump in it with a little bit over 70 or something like that. But it's, it's crazy. And that just shows how important of an election this was, how historically important of an election this was. It had everybody in the nation on high alert to do something like if any year was a year to go out and vote this was the year that struck a match up under your ass to get out there because so much so much chaos is going on yeah man shit i tell you what it ain't strike a match under enough people last though Mm because there's still a lot of people out there that didn't vote you feel me yep i'm one of them you see, you see what I'm saying? Like, you know, it's it's crazy because you know you very political, you know, and you know you very into it, but they just show you how much it takes really to deserve a vote. You get what I'm saying? Right. Like, because my vote doesn't come easy. Yeah, exactly. Just, you just can't get my vote off a of blue team, red team. Oh, you're a nice guy. He's an asshole. No. I kind of care about your policies and what you plan on doing with our country. And if you're not talking any kind of good plans, then I'm sorry, bro. I'm not I'm not just going to vote for you just because I don't like that guy. I don't know if I like you. You didn't convince me to like you. And your past actions kind of lead me to be suspicious of you. So I'm sorry. Yeah. I can't just vote for you because I don't like orange, man. <laughs> I'm glad you here, man. Congratulations, you feel me? Like I said, you know, to the Democrats, you know, they did their thing, but you know, you best believe motherfuckers progressive like us, you know, we're gonna be on their ass, you know. Uh, you know, it take more to be in office. Once you're in office now, you know, you gotta make some things happen. You know, we yeah. wanna see big things happening, dog. Talk we wanna see talk is always cheap, especially with their ass and oh, you know, especially with Biden his acceptance speech and you know, he, uh, you know, I know y'all, I, I wouldn't have been here without y'all. Yeah, you remember us, bro. Like I say, that M4A, which is Medicare for all, you feel me? You know, that the, the Green New Deal, you know, that which is dealing with the environment and, and nature, you feel me? These things are things that the young generation, the, you know, uh, the more progressive generation, and let's just say it, more intelligent. She, you only get more intelligent mm-hmm. as you go on, hopefully, you know. So the more intelligent generation, they 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 realize these things. And people are on high alert now. You feel me? People are more aware. Like fuck, I I, I shouldn't be you, treated like shit. And if you knock in the younger generation, then you only knocking yourselves because it was y'all's duty as the older generation, the Gen X, the the boomers. It was it was up to y'all to teach the millennials how to conjure up you know, the necessary things to enact the change into the economy or just in their lives in general. I mean, people don't even know how to live their own lives without self-sabotaging themselves. And, Mm -hmm. I mean, 
a lot of the pain and angst, mental angst, anxiety, depression, all this stuff that's going on with people mentally, it, a lot of it could be avoided if you just took some kind of personal accountability on your actions. But you can't even really knock the people who are ignorant. I mean, ignorance is bliss. You can't knock someone who's ignorant. You only can knock the people who were supposed to, the community that was supposed to uplift them and show them the way. But a lot of our people are in darkness. I agree. I agree. Speaking of darkness and speaking of ignorant motherfuckers, you had um, Lil Wayne come out and endorse motherfucking Trump. You had... um, Something, something else crazy happening. I don't know what the hell. But yeah, you got these rappers, you know, out here. You know, I would say definitely leading our people in the wrong way. I want to, you know, everybody got their own opinion. They ain't tied to their own opinion. They own, everybody is not a monolith. Black people are not a monolith. So, you know, everybody is on their own and they, you know, they're doing their thing. But as a community, we need to be aware of things and have some common sense when it comes to certain things. And these rappers, Lil Wayne, 50 Cent, Q, I mean, Kanye, Kanye, by the way, Kanye just did a... Don't knock my dog, Q. Q willing willing to work uh, with anybody who willing to work with him, whether you be Democrat, Republican, Trump, Biden, Snowman, or Easter Bunny. If you willing to progress the black people, he got a plan for you. If you down with the plan, he down with you. That's all Cube yeah, got. You can't, so yeah, you all the people really hating on Cube, get off Cube nuts, because you really need to listen to my boy. He he not he not supporting the wrong team. He's supporting black people, African Americans. The, the yeah, you ain't lying. Cube Cube doing his thing for for us in general. You feel me? I guess you can't lump him in with the rest of them ignorant motherfuckers. Nah, man. You feel me? But uh, what about them, even them? I mean. When when you look at it all big picture, they rappers. Mm-hmm. Look how much money they got. They speaking to their tax bracket. They're not speaking oh, to I'm their saying. people. That 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 people thing gets get gets under the water. I mean, we crabs in a barrel. That's the mentality they got us under in the hood and in the low income communities. We crabs in a barrel. So as soon as we get in the head. As much as we get ahead, we pushing people down. The more we go up, the more we push down. And once we get to the top, we ain't really looking at what's on the bottom. We just concerned with staying at the top. That's it. So their actions are just self-preservation moves. You can't knock evolution on that. That's just, that's instinct. (laughs) Yeah. Sure. I guess so. I guess you can say that. You know, but instinct, but it's still certain shit you say, you know, out your mouth and stuff like that. And 50 saying, you know, you know, you can't if you go, you can have your opinion, you can have your vote, but vote with the correct facts. Don't give people alternative facts. Don't lie to common people that may not have access to the information that you have access to. You feel me? Don't take screenshots of fuck shit off of Fox News or 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 CNN or MSNBC or any of these other fuck and post the shit and call it fact without really being fact. You get what I'm saying? So, you know, they it's just a little small shit. They have an agenda yeah. that they pushing yeah, exactly. and everything's political now, man. And yeah, that's sick. Yeah, it is. Shit. And speaking of that, 
Kanye, yeah. Uh, you know, Kanye say shit. He just did it just to get a seat at the table. He said the shit. If he ain't do that, think about it. Before he put that hat on, he said they weren't talking with him. They weren't hearing shit about mm-hmm. Kanye. But as soon as he put the hat on, you feel me? He said he got a seat at the table. He said, now you ain't going to see him with that shit on. You're you going to see that shit in the closet, gone, thrown away, never again to be worn, possibly ever in your life. Yeah, I don't know so, why people yeah. knocking my dog Kanye. He's all he's all ego, man. He he's not picking no team. The only team that Kanye is on is Team Kanye. Listen to his music, man. He's been by us for the longest. If he had to tap dance and put on a hat to get his voice heard for to them people, hey, that's what he saw he had to do. He's a he's an artist. He don't he don't mind putting on some paint. And dancing around and playing a part, as long as his voice get heard or his voice has a better chance to get heard. I'm telling you, you say, "Should I do that for free already?" (laughs) Hey, exactly, exactly. He already doing that. That's pretty much what all the artists are doing. They're all tap dancing in their own little ways. Because, I mean, it's not like we can actually be our true selves and actually give a damn about. No, we have to express our pain. That's what they love. They love hearing our pain. It's a part of us, but it's not all of us. Because when we show the more enlightened, bright side of us, they want to silence that. Or they want to call you crazy. (sighs) Bipolar, schizophrenic. Yeah, you all that. Yeah, let's give you some pills. Calm you down. Yeah, they're ready to give you that shit. The Addy, boy. Speaking of the Addy, you talking about the Addy. <laughs> yeah, dog. You, I just tell them give a nigga a couple of shrooms. They can be okay. <laughs> yeah, man. Little, little shrooms will tighten that all the way up. Helps out a lot of fucking problems. And we're going to get into yeah. that a little bit later. But first, we're going to get back on this political spectrum. Now, in the subject of psychedelics and just mentioned mushrooms we have a whole bunch of states that passed legislation to free up the usage of our psychedelics and we have yes you do yeah it's a lovely thing man the psychedelic revolution is finally taking to foothold and gaining some traction yeah, gaining had, some speed for sure i think you had oregon um just uh, passed some about psilocybin, right? Yeah, um, yeah, I got it right here. Oregon, Oregon supports psilocybin for therapeutic therapeutic purposes with Measure One Hundred Nine, and it's the first state to do so. Also, you can get caught with little small amounts of cocaine, meth, and heroin. And Ooh. yeah, I know, right? right so they 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 chilling on all all hardcore drugs and everything and that's only a hundred dollar fine if you get with that and you can avoid the hundred dollar fine if you choose to go to a addiction recovery center so you can either take the hundred dollar bid or you know what i'm saying go to rehab get checked out maybe eat some mushrooms get get past your addictions they help And then, that's what we need. Yeah, man, it cares a lot. But shit. But then we yeah, you had uh what else you say? You say you got some 
some marijuana them and passed in some of these states too. Yeah, you got Washington D.C. They passed a measure that allowed psychedelics. They already had yeah, marijuana usage. Um, I think they already had a regulation for marijuana last year, or maybe the year before. It happened within the last two years. All these things are real recent. But they just passed the initiative 81, and that's for Entheogenic Plants and Fungus Act 2020. And it decriminalizes the magic mushrooms and other psychedelic plants. And that would be like, you know, like the ayahuasca root and stuff I'd be telling you about. And mushrooms yeah, yeah, and... Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's a whole sloth of freaking psychedelics, salvia, freaking it's a whole bunch of fucking stuff yeah. out there. Um, no, this is big plant news right here, dog. Yeah. Big smoking mm-hmm. news, dog. Recreational, right? Yeah, man. Nah, this is where the recreational joint is good. You got Arizona, New Jersey, South Dakota, and Montana. They joined 11 of our other states in the legalizing recreational cannabis. And oh, man, you got Mississippi cute. passed it for medical usage, like it is in Florida. <laughs> huge for my stoners, mm-hmm. dog. In another ten years, it's gonna be legal everywhere. Recreational, dog. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed, like Randy Moss. Mm-hmm. I promise you, dog. Hey man, if it's up to Randy, you won't catch that bit. Ooh, I'm gonna carry that bit within five. Hey, and tell me, bro. Also, speaking the uh good policies that done been passed through. How about that new minimum wage? Shout out to all my minimum wage workers out there. You feel me? I still fuck with all y'all because I know how it is. You feel me? To start from the bottom. So shout out to that big fifteen dollar raise to the minimum wage. You feel me? This is huge. Big news for everybody that done been there. Cause I done been there. Shit. Who knows? I might still be there. Don't tell nobody. But yeah. Man, this shit crazy, man. So you got that pass. You had a whole bunch of big shit going on, man. You feel me? You know, you see, you had Trump don't rush. The Republicans rush their uh, judge through, you know, to get their judge approved before the new president could come mm-hmm. through and uh, get his own judge through. You feel me? <laughs> Yeah, man. Yeah, now they scared that they're gonna pack up courts and stuff now with Biden. I don't know what all that stuff means, but I definitely be keeping a close eye on these research and whatever the fuck it's supposed to mean. Yeah, definitely, bro. That's all we can do. We can monitor that thing straight from the trap and give everybody on the streets it straight raw. Something for them to understand what's going on up there, up top. You feel me? Give it to them in a manner that they can understand. You feel me? Fuck with them. Because they understand. Don't get it twisted. Hold on now. They understand however you give it to them. But I know my people, bro. My people ain't with the bullshit. You ain't finna be beating around the bush with all the pretty words. They want it straight, raw, uncut. That's how me and my dog just finna give it to them. That's what it is, right? Yeah, man. That's the name of the game. Yeah, dog. That's the name of the game, dog. We ain't with the lies, but we ain't lying to y'all. We ain't nobody that gonna lie to y'all and tell y'all that 
shit rigged. If you don't believe us, nigga, recount the votes, nigga. Go ahead and drop a couple lawsuits if you want to. <laughs> we here, nigga. Nah, Invite you. He just need to bow out gracefully. I don't a recount. Why? Why? Why beat a dead horse, my guy? He's just wasting everybody's time. This has never happened in presidential history where a president a president wasn't able to just concede his yeah, loss. Yeah, like and, a big ass baby, dog. Yeah, man, like a toddler you trying to take a toy away from. Like, no, yeah, you can't be president yeah. no more, Junior. I'm sorry. But I don't understand how you. First of all, yeah, I don't understand how you that old, that grown, bro. You feel me? That ugly, and you ain't got no lips. How, bro? How could you pout with no lips? How is you mad and sad with no lips, bro? It's a genetic defect. (laughs) Yeah, bro. Look, ugly, fool. Tell him, I'm just saying, though, dog. I'm glad he out here. You feel me? Not because of anything, because he he don't know no I don't know what the fuck he did policy wise. Nigga was in there four years. Said he was gonna do some major shit and he ain't did shit. He said he's gonna build a wall. These nigga motherfuckers say he's gonna get rid of Obamacare, implement his own care called Trump Care. That none of this shit happened, man. None of that happened in four years. And I was waiting for all of it. And I was waiting for the wall. You the troops God bless America. He's going to make America great again. He's going to bring slavery back. Yeah, all this shit. Make America great again. Mm-hmm. That's what he's going to do. Classic throwback type shit. You feel me? <laughs> uh, you know, you feel me? Yeah, what happened was. That's the only way that they would have conceded to all the jobs coming to the U.S. anyway, is if they would have did it for slave labor prices. Because that's the only reason why we doing the dealings with China in the first place. We getting cheap labor out of them. We can have a whole country of slaves over there. And their government is down to do business. <laughs> and so are we. Because everything we have Big over fact. there is made in that motherfucker. Everything Yep. They took away our automotive industry, took away all the factory jobs. They said they want to reinvent everything into this renewable energy type of economy, and that's going to create new jobs. But are the oil companies really going to concede to that? Who knows? Who knows? Only the future will tell. (laughs) But (laughs) I doubt it. Nah, the future is going to tell everything, man. It's only in due time. Time heals all wounds, they say. And uh, America is severely wounded, and we need some time to heal. And hopefully we'll start to get some of that. Throw a little suave on a little aloe vera, something. I need something. I need a little something. I need some drinks. Hand dog. (laughs) R.I.P. to my dog, King Vaughn. Shout out to that boy. You feel me, my dog, though? You know, they done scrit my dog, scrut my dog, scrut out that outside of a club in Atlanta, bro. That shit heartbreaking, you feel me? Not because you already kind of like, you already know that how, how my dog moves, so you kind of expect shit to go down around him like that, you feel me? You will hope that them nigga around him or he, himself will protect himself a little more, knowing that he the money getter, but you know, hey, yeah, it, it is what it is. fast yeah. life. That's why they call it a fast life, man. Fact. Facts, bro. You know, so you know, RIP to my dog, definitely King Von. You know, I see everybody down here. 
They feeling you, dog. They fucking with you. They 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 they, they down right now, dog. They down right now. But hopefully, you know, they're thinking that you bring them back up. You feel me right now? But shit tough. Not just you, King Von. It's just these rappers in general dying, bro. Some yeah, bullshit. You yeah, feel me? Pop Smoke just yeah, got shot not too long ago. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. He had such a promising career ahead of him. Yeah, dog. You already know about Pop. I don't even want to get started, dog. Uh, Peter Pop, you feel me? Pop was hot, you feel me? Everybody fought with him from New York down to the East Coast, down to Dean, you feel me? We was rocking with him, dog, you know, so pizza, my other Miami dog, fucking Triple X, you know, he was a Florida boy, Triple X. Yeah, dog, RP, hey, yeah, that boy was straight out of Broward, fool, that boy, that shit tough too, man, you know, and I know a lot of people relate to him, because there's a lot of people down here that Remind me of X, bro, that people don't even know about, bro. That people will be surprised. Like, don't talk about black people down here. Yeah, bro, I know a lot of black people that like to paint their nails black, that like rock, you feel me? <laughs> that like wearing chain around their neck, that like weird shit, you feel me? That don't, that like all type of cool shit like that, you feel me? Ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah, man, you feel me? With a little system of down. Put y'all out there, shout y'all out. Fuck with me, yo. My raw base, fuck with me. Rock out with your cock out. Just had Juice World gone from my OD not too long ago. Oh, uh, RP Matt Miller. Matt, man. You motherfucking drug, man. This OD, man. This shit is strong, but you got to take what's prescribed, man. Don't be on this shit. No, dude. Man, That's this is the thing. It's the prescription type drugs is what's killing us. We not taking oh, no, natural no, no, I'm drugs, saying. man. And I'm saying take the natural shit, but take it at a prescribed dose. You oh, get what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. Like don't be on the natural shit. Then you ain't gonna, you know, it's just tough, man. And if you do know. get some street you drugs, know what it was. hey, be smart. They have testing kits now. It's 2020. We know the status of how these people move on the black market. You know people be getting shit stamped on, stepped on, cut with all kind of crazy shit. And that's what killed Matt Miller because he had his shit laced with fentanyl. And yeah, too much of a dose of that. You're done. So be smart, kids. Test your drugs. If you're going to take them. Or oh, be smart. Take the right drug. You feel me? Yeah, smoke pot. Something that's not going to kill you. Yeah, smoke pot. Relax a little bit. You feel me? And I ain't going to even tell you that next level shit because that's for the grown people. You feel me? That next level shit, if you really want to get out of this world and, you know, get in touch with yourself and, you know, just lose all ego, you feel me? And become not emotionless, but Emotional, hey, you feel me? Like the done data of emotional beings, you feel me? Then you might want to test some shrooms, you feel me? I'm gonna let my dog tell y'all more about that, you feel me? Because that he experienced it already, you feel me? Yeah, I want to ask him, so I'm sorry, y'all, if I'm just jumping the subject to something else, you feel me? Oh, but man, we got something we to help people heal. 
we still yeah. we still got a little bit of news to get through, dog. Let's okay, let's, okay, let's, okay, let's, yeah, let's push them off. I know they're gonna be like that nigga right there. That boy trying to get to the journey. Look at him. He trying to smoke already. My bad. My bad. Trip report real quick. It's all good. Yeah, you know I'm trying to. I'm already rolled up. I'm ready. Let's go. Go ahead. Go ahead. Good, man. I'm gonna tell you my story. I'm gonna tell the world the story. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Not yet, not yet, though. Go ahead. Get back to where we was at. My bad. I'm sorry to throw us off, world. Right. That's me, though. And that's the beauty of it because we don't get thrown off that much. Because guess what? This whole podcast is pretty much about fucking drugs right now. So <laughs> it's what it is. We're talking about drug re- legislation that's getting passed. Yeah. So back on that note we already talked yeah. about what's going on in the u.s and all the things that got passed now yeah. remember how you brought my attention to what mexico got going on right yeah yeah because you know that was big bro. i ain't gonna lie bro i want to talk about that too dog. mexico dog mexico has I, is it official yet no 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 this this what the liquor is so okay. lawmakers have until December 15th to pass pot legislation under orders from the Supreme Court. Early drafts favor big business, making commercial cannabis have to trace um, everything from seed to sell. Like from the point where you plant the seed, it has to have like tracing all the way up until it gets put into a bottle at a store like it has to have labeling all through that process and with that going on that makes it more expensive for you know low lower level people trying to get into the cannabis business like i.e us the people who suffered from the war on drugs you know yeah this whole time and um they're 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 trying to put a lot of hurdles in that way but another thing with the draft uh, legislation it limits growers to six plants and um, in order to consume you have to have a license to do so and you know how they do that with the US you get a, a pot car you can't even you can't legally own a gun if you have a marijuana license and that that yeah. that shit pie as fuck. Like how the fuck you gonna <laughs> you can you can go to any bar, get drunk as a sailor in the fucking seventeen hundreds. Is that only in the US though? Well, as far as they've been yeah, the way they've done our legislation in the US, yeah, you get a medical marijuana card or a cannabis card, you can't you can't own a gun. Like you forfeit, wow. yeah, yeah, you pretty much forfeit your right to own a gun to smoke pot, and you can do all anything else that's legal that impairs your freaking cognitive awareness, and it's fine. You can own a gun, no problem. You can drink twenty bottles of Jack Daniels, grab a pistol, ah! and walk down the street. Oh shit! Hello. You good? <laughs> Sorry, people, we having technical difficulties. I think my homeboy just got shot. <laughs> <laughs> nah, boy. 
Oh, hey, shit, like rain. a hurricane out there. Hold on, let me get inside the crib, dog. Oh, the rain killing you. <laughs> Hold on, boy, let me get inside the crib, dog. Yeah, welcome to South Florida, baby. Hold on. Been sunshine and rainbows all day. Waste until the night to pour down. <laughs> and the night brings the chaos. The paradigm of the earth shifts. Hold on, Mother Nature told me I had to get inside. It was my curfew. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Sounds like sweet music to me, man. Go to sleep, baby, in this weather. Yep. Yep. I'm back. I'm back. Yep, we good, though. You're right. We're going to have to edit that part out, though, cuz. No, you uh, uh, we ain't editing shit. We keeping all this on there, homie. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, man, we ain't editing shit out. You say you want to keep it real 100. Hey, man, we having technical difficulties. My dog just got oh. pissed on by God what? and he had to run inside. What? <laughs> what? Y'all don't even know, boy. I was running for my life. <laughs> like Medea say. Yeah, though, but I'm back, bro. I'm back, I'm back, boss. Let's go, yeah, dog. Man. You already know, real boss play the car. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. So, but that that that's what it is. Um, <clears throat> that was Mexico. They have until December fifteenth yeah. to get it right. All right, so they got they got a deadline. Yeah, man. And if the U.S. don't step up with the pot legislation nationwide, Mexico going to end up taking over the legal market on their ass. What you think, though? What you think, though? What I think? Yeah, what you think Mexico going to do? Hey, only time will tell. I'm not a real good predictor in these circumstances, and I am not going to fancy myself to be an oracle. <laughs> So, hey, we're going to tune back in on December 16th, and I'll let you know. <laughs> or we're going to find out together, one or the other. Appreciate that. Yeah. <clears throat> we're going to find out one way or another. We're gonna, one way or another, my brother. But, yeah, from there, that's the end of the little drug legislation news I got going on. And uh okay, good, good. So we got a lot of things going. I wish you had more for Florida. Uh, you still yeah, me? you you know oh, you yeah, got yeah, any news for Florida? Yeah, 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 yeah. And not not just for Florida, because <clears throat> Florida trash as hell. No. We slow on everything. Yeah, man, we slow on everything though. But I got some more news, some good news for gamblers, you feel me? They uh made it legal. In a few more other states now, I can't give you those states. You feel me? I ain't as prepared as my dog. You feel me? He got the notes right here. <laughs> Let me see your notes. I'm just fucking with you. Nah, yeah, nah, bro. But yeah, they passed uh some legislation, though. Some for for now you can vote. You know, I'm messing with you. <laughs> you can gamble, goddamn. Now man. you can uh yeah. lose all your money. You, gamble, you don't have to yeah. go to Las Vegas for all that. You can go to your neighborhood yeah, junk. You ain't Real gotta talk. come to Florida and. That's what our seminal reservation. Real Stay talk. your ass it's off 441. Yeah, <laughs> we slow, dog. We backed up. You see, we'll let y'all know when we open for business. Yeah, man. 
Well, going from that, so yeah, we talk about it. pot that's legislation, that. gambling legislation. Uh, we got a oh, remember the Oreo thing I was telling you about? So yeah, yeah so yeah. check this out, people. Oreo has built a vault in Norway that can withstand an asteroid impact. Dog. <laughs> Tell me that ain't crazy. And it's right down the street from where they already have a vault that has a bunch of seeds. They have it on ice pretty much in case, you know, a cataclysmic uh, event happens and most of our species gets wiped out or something and we lose a lot of different plants and Stuff like that, you know, from like a solar flare or, you know, an asteroid impact. You know, your regular doomsday wazoo shit. Shit. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Oreo... ain't easy, dog. <laughs> yeah, Oreo has uh, taken favor to do the same thing because they value, well, they see the Oreo recipe as uh, values, I guess, the damn seeds that could be used to repopulate the earth of different vegetation species. But it is what it is. It's cool, though. Um, they wrap them in some mylar wrapping and it keeps them uh, preserved in temperatures of negative 80 degrees and 300 degrees. What and is this? A, 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 a vault full of oil? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they put a large stockpile in the vault and they put the recipe uh, four Oreos in the vault and they wrapped them in this mylar shit and it's impervious to chemical reactions, moisture and air to keep them fresh for years to come. <laughs> for Oreos. Years? Yeah. Yeah, man. So if the oh, world yeah. comes to an end, you know, you look up this vault in Norway, get the coordinates, uh, write them on your trustee sheet of paper that you're going to take with you to the end of the world, and you'll be able to find the stockpile of Oreos. Hopefully, there's no key or combination pad to get in, because it'll suck if you went all the way to Norway and you need a key to open the door to get your Oreos. <laughs> Damn. But, you know, I guess that's neither here nor there. I guess it was just probably a joke thing anyway. But they actually did it. And, that's, and it's not a joke. It's weird. Um, yeah, no, <laughs> shit. It made me hungry, yeah, man. Man. They, You need to stop locking up in Oreos and just send me a couple to the crib. You feel yeah, me? Man, so. And I'll keep them secure. Keep them safe for a couple Until, weeks. <laughs> a couple weeks max, you know it. Got to go in that Oreo McFlurry phase. I'm sorry, y'all. Get real innovative with the yeah. Oreos, dog. Yeah, bro, my brand shit, they getting innovative, dog. I got votes created for them and shit. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Shit, I'm trying to live. What if I just want to live? You feel me? All that space the Oreos taking up. Oh, <laughs> yes, man. Yeah, nah, but ooh, that's cool, though. That's dope. That's definitely interesting, bro. And I'm pretty sure some of other crazy shit like that. I'm pretty sure there's some... Oh, you already said it. They got the seeds. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure they got, like, like animal fossils or some shit like that. Some yeah, some little DNA. Somewhere. 
some DNA yeah, vault like where they have all the animal species mm. DNAs and like these little needles. Oh, it would be cool. And they got like a little lab there. So if the world ends, Perfect human yeah, species. and it's like a little yeah. cloning lab. So in case shit hit mm. the fan, all the animal species get wiped. Well, a lot of them get wiped out yeah. and shit like that. And they'll create a human, and slowly it that ship or whatever to teach a human how to how to learn, how to grow, and how to be. Uh, yeah, yeah, it'll teach whatever human gets there everything they need to know, <clears throat> and then once yeah. they learn everything they need to know, like they'll have learned a little protocol to reenact human. Well, shoot, just life in general, just like a scapegoat plan for mm-hmm. restarting the earth. Because they'll know how to revegetate the soil. Like, let's say, like, even the grasslands and all that stuff got wiped out. They probably got, like, little moss DNA and shit. That little algae you can put in the water to let it grow. And kind of restart the evolutionary process over again a little by little. Bring oxygen, more oxygen to the atmosphere. It's all, yeah, I can, I can start getting crazy. I'm gonna stop right now. Yeah, man. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure I ain't the smartest guy in the world, so I'm pretty sure some smarter people who actually has these ideas that I just play around with, and they got the resources to actually enact them, like Oreo did. <laughs> Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Big money people. I'm pretty sure that ain't the last bunk out there. There's a whole bunch of special bunkers out there, underground, five star bunkers and touch. Mm-hmm. Like five star. Like, you, <laughs> you said what five you star bunkers. <laughs> five star bunkers, dog. Real talk. See all type of movies. I'm pretty sure some type of celebrity. They got all type of buku money and them built the bonkers. Oh, yeah. Like Dude, you never seen the uh, TV show like Doomsday Preppers? Yeah. yeah where these people, they they built bunkers out of the craziest shit like shipping containers. Um, They like turn these old houses into like a fortress. They emote they shit around. They learn all these different survival techniques to live off the land and hunt and pretty much get back to our hunter-gatherer roots and shit. And <laughs> like, know how to mm. test the water, clean water. I mean, it's shit that we also really know. That's what they should be teaching us in elementary school. Just learn how to survive. Like, worst case scenario, you don't have technology. Like, that should be part of the curriculum to teach people how to survive without technology because that's what they try to do in math. Like, they make you do math and write it down even though you have a calculator right there that could do it for you. They want you to be able to understand the concept of how to do the math. They don't want you to just rely on the computer to do it. So why not do that with everything? Facts. My dog is speaking big facts to y'all right now. I hope y'all is listening. Te- world. Teach us how to grow our own foods. Teach us how to we can build our own houses. I mean, it's all possible. Teaching how to yeah, fix a car. To, yeah, even flip a tire. Any anything I should have an interest in on how to fix and build from the ground up, I should have the access to do that while I'm in middle school, high school, shit like that. And we used to have programs like that. Well, they 
Teach me how to they pay a bill. Programs like that in certain Dog, you got me going right now. Yeah, bro. teach me how to write an invoice. Teach me how to sign a check. You know what I'm saying? Teach me yeah. shit like Teach me how to play some yeah. music, dog. Something different, well, dog. And, you know, I mean, our schools have those little programs. It's just a lot of us don't put effort in. Not like them. they used to, though, no, right? Not like they used to. Because it's just like at my old school, MacArthur High School. Shout out MacArthur High School. Um, class of 2012. Okay. I see y'all boys. Shout out to North um, Yeah, they used mm. to have like a little culinary little classroom in there i saw that they had one before like when i got to the school it was just an empty classroom but it was ducked off by the jrtc classroom in the back of the school and i think i asked one of the teachers one day hey well, what's this in here what did this used to be it was like oh this is a culinary classroom I'm like culinary classroom i'm like what is a culinary no it's I, I didn't even have the a... i ain't eating none of them yet <laughs> I didn't even have the concept of a culinary school uh, classroom in my. I didn't even know what that was, and it was like, yeah, it's a class where they teach you how to cook and stuff. Like, I'm like, oh, like they doing the movies? <laughs> oh wow, like they doing ratatouille? Right, like they do it in the movies because I be seeing that shit in like school movies and shit they have a little culinary school world class and they make cakes and shit like that and it's always some little love interest shit mm-hmm. going on in the scene but yeah I always see that shit in school like I used to it's see awesome. um like I never had like school lockers and shit where you could put your textbooks and shit like that so you don't have to lug it back and forth every fucking day like not nah, or to every fucking mm-hmm. class, like just those little amenities that make school that much easier for you. Nah, only seen that shit in the movies. I remember those. <laughs> only used to see that shit in the movies. I ain't never seen that shit in schools I went to. I remember those days. Huh? I never used to think anything of it until like maybe a couple of years ago when I had a kid and had to think about the school he going to versus like. Now that I know that those schools are actually real and they're not just on TV. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I can go to a school like that and not just say, dang, I seen that on TV. I want you to be like, hey, this is what I did in class. <laughs> what you going to do about your son when he get a little older as far as private school or public school? do whatever my pocket allows. <laughs> whatever is economically accessible for me. I would love to put my son in the best school I could possibly, of course. But, I mm-hmm. mean, I can't cry if I'm not able to. I just got to be able to work with the cards I'm dealt, just like my parents had to. If you had the oh. choice, public or private? Well, I would love our public schools to be at a degree to where it's no reason to have to make that choice. It shouldn't even have to be a choice. Like all schools in general should just have quality facilities and teachers and programs. The fact that you have a right. a community of people who are in a certain tax bracket that can afford their children to get a head or more head of a start on life versus us because we can't afford it is unfair by all rhyme or reasoning. Like, it's just 
it's not that that kid's fault that they're that they're in this predicament they can't get a quality education that their parents can't afford to give them a quality education it's not the kid's fault but the kid is ultimately going to suffer for it and then based on his environment he's going to stay blind to all the opportunities he could possibly have if he took his head out the sand and applied himself properly with the little tools that he does have in school because I mean our culture doesn't promote being studious in class. It doesn't. It just promotes getting money by whatever means necessary. And school doesn't seem to give us a bright light in our surroundings. It's almost better to learn a skill and just get with that. And hopefully you learn one that isn't illegal. But we all products of our environment, right? Yeah, I definitely say do learn a skill, do learn a skill, <clears throat> and um, you know, um, and but I would say also teaches that try to take us on classes in business, try to take us on classes in business, and they should That's also the teach business. That, that all these things in, should in, be in just standard, like standard, like don't, don't teach, yes, don't waste be. my child's time or my time, like you waste me. Well, you already wasted my time, I'm 26 now. But don't waste my child's time teaching him some shit that isn't going to be for any betterment in his life. It's not going to lead to him being successful. Don't waste his time. Find out what his interests are, what he's more privy to learning. And work if you want him to learn math or shit that he's not paying attention to, figure out a way to incorporate it with the way that he likes to learn. Like, if he doesn't like just sitting there staring at numbers and having to remember the numbers and the symbols and the blah, blah, don't do that. Like, because what I, what I do with my kid, how I was teaching him numbers when we were, when he was real little, I'll walk around with him. Every time I see a number somewhere, I'll ask him what that number is anywhere. Like, we go into an elevator. Hey, what's that number? Two. Oh, what's this number? Point out a random out of order number six or whatever, because we 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 teach the kids to learn like the cadence of one, two, three, four, five, six. Like even to this day, I can't even say my alphabets without really singing the song. Like I have to do A B C D E F G H I J K L M N O P. Like I have to do the L M N O P like that. I have to do the oh. I, don't, I I never I never I never say L-M-N-O-P. That is because it wasn't the way I learned. It's hard, hardwired and ingrained in me to say it with that rhythm. <laughs> it's a good L-M-N-O-P? learning apparatus to learn in a musical form, but I mean. And that's the thing. You have to be able to teach it in different ways. Teach it musically, teach it just real life shit. Um, Like literally, every school should damn near have an apple tree so the kids could go out and you actually do that thing. Like, how many apples do you see on this branch? (laughs) Shit like that. Pick some apples off the tree and be like, how many apples do I have in this hand? How many apples do I have in this hand? If I put these 
this apple together with these apples, what number of apples do I have now? If I eat this apple, or if I eat two of these apples, how many apples do I have left? And you can show them real-time representation of those things instead of, like, showing them pictures in a book. Like, make it interactive for the kids. Make it fun for them to want to learn. Don't just stick them in a classroom. People learn. I think kids personally, of course, I mean, I think that's anybody with common sense would say this, but I think kids learn better visually anyway. Everybody learns differently. And that's the thing. Like, we have to have our educational system in a way that suits everybody's preference of... A diverse educational system. A system that's able to flow and bend and adjust with the kids. We need more teachers. We need more advisors, aides, counselors. We need more nurses. We need more everything, more support for these kids, their mental health. We need more support for them physically. Start feeding these kids the correct things. Stop trying to hit them with these fake hormones and hitting them with these shots. I don't even know. What you think about the flu shot and shit? Do you get one, or would you, do your kid? I know you, do your kid get one. Like, do you? What you talk talk to me? I mean, I don't personally get the flu shot. Not every year. I've gotten it before, but I try to take care of my body and immune system in a way that it. I try to deem it irrelevant, and I mean, I don't get that sick. So, why 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 get some? Why get a shot and I don't get sick? If I was, if I had, a, if I knew I had like an autoimmune disease and I was just weak anyway, like immune wise, then yeah, probably. But I'm a pretty robust person. I don't get sick often, so no, I'm not getting a shot. And as for my son, I mean, his mom has sickle cell, and he's kind of prone to being a sickly kid. Uh, she's real careful-ish with him. Um, he doesn't really play. I mean, all kids today, like, they don't play in the dirt like we used to. They don't get outside and really do the shit that we used to as kids. And all that shit helps to build your immune system as a kid. Like, exposing yourself to so many different germs, licking your snot and all this other shit, having other kids' hands in your face, all this shit, it contributes to building your immune system. But now that society is in a way that we're all so shut off and not trying to really be dirty, like, we're suffering from that. So, Mm. I mean, my kid might have to get a flu shot. I mean, I play it by ear. I play everything by ear. If I see Tua, it's probably in his best interest for him to get a shot. I'm definitely gonna have him get the mm-hmm. shot. I mean, I I got I got plenty of shots. I joined. I was in the army, bro. <laughs> like when between just mm-hmm. normal random shots in my childhood and the army, I'm I'm shot up. <laughs> I don't got a shit ton of shots in my life in my lifetime. I'm probably gonna get a few more. The army make take a lot of shots. Dog, they did us so cold. They do that shit so cold. Mm-hmm. Like they sit you down. Well, they like they have us mm-hmm. all in the line. We all lined up, uh, waiting to get our shots. Um, when we go out to get our shots, mm-hmm. we have to take a penicillin shot. That's in the ass. You take that shot last. Yeah, oh, <laughs> they call it. Nah, nah, they don't. Are, they call hopefully. it a peanut butter shot because it's thick and it like burns when it goes. Inside. It's fucked up. But it, it, it's not it's not as bad as it sounds. It's only bad if you clinch. <laughs> and, Cause 
He's like, oh, that's what they clean. tell you. They tell you to relax because if you clench, it, the needle's going to hit your muscle, and that's when it hurts. But if you just relax and let it go in, and they just get, you know, just the meat, you good. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Oh, only, hopefully, you're only getting pricked in the ass a couple times in your life, so you can you can relax those couple times if it's not in a, you know, bad circumstance. <laughs> <laughs> but no they do you cold they just sit you down in the chair and I had it was like a little nurse type looking lady and a doctor I hate that I'm doing this because I'm I know I'm only asserting these roles because one was a dude and one was a female you know what I'm saying she was a nurse and he was a doctor oh, wow. and it's like that's fucked up they both nurses. Let's say that. I'm trying to be better. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, you got these two nurse people, and they got one on one arm, one on the other, and they just both going simultaneously pricking you in the arm with different shit. They just tell you the name right before it goes into your arm, like. We're injecting you with the prick. I'm injecting you with the prick. I'm injecting you with the prick. I'm injecting you with a prick, prick, prick. And they, they prick you like seven, eight times. <laughs> All over your arm. Yeah, yeah. This I was crazy. like, wow, this they don't tell you about this in the brochure. <laughs> they definitely don't, boy. See, you gotta be careful, gentlemen. Mm-hmm. You get yourself involved in. Yeah, yeah, dog. But yeah, so I, I think we should, you know, definitely let these people know. Look, can we, can we now? <laughs> like the blood now? Can you like the blood now? No, man. We still got some more news to get through, man. No. Dog, we can't. We- we I'm can't, sorry, we, can't wait. we can't be like wait. the normal news cycle and avoid coronavirus. Because <laughs> nobody's oh, been talking goodness. about COVID oh. for the past week right now because of the election. I'm not sleep on it. Mook, yeah, I like that. My dog said, he is woke. He's walking through your thing. Yeah, dog. We got how many old cases now, man? How many more cases we got now, bro? I mean, We've been breaking records over these last couple of weeks, mm. specifically this week, bro. How many I know we opened cases nine million. Got, oh my goodness! I thought well, it was over might 10. be reaching close to ten or something. Like it. It's uh, oh, either, either way, it's bad, Jew. First of all, we definitely yeah, want to pray, pray for the families. R.I.P. to you know anybody that's passed, and we pray for anybody that's going through anything right now, and you know we hope everything and everybody can make it through and work through whatever you got going, you know, as far as any situation dealing with COVID, because these cases are increasing and serious out here, man. I believe in it, and people thought it was a hoax, man. People thought it was going away when a presidential You're case a quarter million over. deaths right now, man. But, um... Yeah, a, qu- a quarter million no joke, people right? <laughs> because of senseless bro. handling of this virus, making it political and not thinking of the betterment of all of society, just thinking about pockets, the economy, got to get the economy back open, schools back open, bars open, everything open. And it's crazy. But, yeah, 
then we're gonna close it right back. <laughs> with all this going on, yeah, yeah, with all this going on, you got you still got this man, the Trump, the president, still tweeting about everything, but the the crisis, the coronavirus. He he is not tweeting nothing about that no more. He is not worried yeah, about that got... no more. You got it's us acting like trash over here in the sad. U.S. And you it's got the European Union, they on lockdown. They're seeing more new cases per capita than we are in the U.S. And their daily reported deaths per capita have caught up with the U.S. And, you know, they bracing for winter over there real hard. I mean, we all bracing for winter. I'm only speaking because we in the sunshine state, you know, every... It only get to 50 degrees down here. So, I mean, if you want to call that winter. I've been in other places. I've been to Oklahoma where shit get to the negatives and you looking stupid. So, yeah, they got winter coming up. And with winter, that involves flu season coming up. And with the cases spiking, People are just going to be getting sick just from just from the weather changing. Period. Like just your body trying to adjust to the yep. weather changing, you're going to get sick naturally. Then you might get the flu, and then yep. you might get pneumonia if it gets that too cold where you are and you're out in the thick of it. And then you got to deal with COVID on top of all that. It's not looking pretty, man. No, it's not. The French, so you know, we we still going through tough times. It's still it's still here. It ain't been. It ain't going nowhere, y'all. So y'all still wear your mask. You know, use your hand sanitizer. Protect yourself. Protect your family. You know, protect your young ones. You Mm. know, hide your mama. Hide your kids. The French, they've gone under a full nationwide lockdown, and but they're keeping schools open. You got Germany, they imposed the four-week lockdown. 44 states in the U.S. reported rising wow. caseloads. <laughs> so, I mean, oh, we're inevitably going to be heading toward a lockdown. And I, I think Biden even hinted at that. So, so you... So, what you, hold on, hold on, hold on. So, what you say? You think what now? You think Definitely, we're going on a, a lockdown? I think Biden would will initiate another lockdown. Hopefully he'll give us a nice financial relief while he does it. But it's it's inevitable. We have to we have to do something to stop. I mean we don't have to do shit, but we we can we're gonna try to do something to eradicate this virus because we just can't leave it to people. Like the the president he can't just leave it to people to do the right thing because people are assholes. And people are going to do what the fuck they want to. You tell them that there's a fucking virus out there. You can get it. Don't get sick from it. But you can pass it on to your grandma. And your grandma's more susceptible to die from it. I don't give a fuck. I don't care about that old lady anyway. She got me on her policy. Like, man, that's what it seemed like the spirit is from people who just going out there haphazardly dealing with the shit. So... I mean, he has to he has to lock us down. And they have to do it the right way. I mean, no virus or any pandemic that has hit us like human civilization so have so far 
all have ran at least 18 months. Mm-hmm. I got I heard that somewhere a couple of days ago. Yeah. 18 months. Uh, it's a year and a half. 18 months. Like no pandemic has ever like just came and gone within 18. Nothing we've done has ever cleared out a pandemic in under 18 months. So these things it, it's to some degree going to have to run its course. But that doesn't mean we just be idle-minded and go for herd immunity or some shit. Like, don't actually listen to science. Like, don't Mm. wear our masks. Like, no. Wear your mask, social Mm. distance, all that shit. The scientists aren't fucking off. Like, they're telling you this shit for a reason. This is how you can track the virus. You have to get a certain amount of viral load to be able to get the virus, and you get that from being up under a motherfucker in an in a enclosed space. If you want to talk to somebody, do it outside with a mask. Yeah. Or use FaceTime. We have technology for that shit now. Sure. I mean, li- limit your going outness. Yeah. Be smart. It's going to feel a little weird. You at one table, and you your significant other at the other table and y'all FaceTiming each other just to get each other off. But you, hey, nowadays, that's what it takes. Yeah, you take, gotta bro. adjust with the times. And you, I know we all miss how the old world was, but like they keep on saying, I hate the fucking term, but this is a new normal. And uh, you just gotta deal with mm-hmm. it. It's normal now. To be in lockdown and scared that a bad coronavirus is going to get you. Oh, oh, yeah, and then what's going on? Then you got me. this shit, and this is what the scientists were fearing. You got the thing going on in Denmark. Uh-oh. They got to erad- pretty much eradicate the whole population of minks. You know the shit that the little rodent that they make. The, yeah. Ain't that like a little yeah, fairy? Like the shit that they make meat coats thing? out of, the little furry white shit, yeah. Oh, they pretty man. much got to oh, gas sure. all them shits out and kill them at all their farms in Denmark because uh, oh, the no. minks are harboring a new mutation of the coronavirus and it threatens to, it threatens oh, to fuck man. up any future vaccine. Because if it gets out, because they already got cases of this new strain hopping over it into people, and they got them on ice. But I mean, if they don't deal with it in a somewhat of a expeditious fashion, we have a whole nother strain of coronavirus out there that'll make any effort for a vaccine fruitless. And they they just said, I think they just announced today that. They have a possible cure. It has a ninety percent effective rate, but they're still saying be wary of it. Some people saying be wary of it because ten percent is a, still a lot of people that could be fucking killed. And they're not saying what happens with those ten percent. It's like the ninety percent of people that is effective, cool. What happens to those ten percent that wasn't affected for? Did they have some kind of cognitive damage afterward? Because they had past vaccine um, trials where I think people had brain damage rendered under them 
after a couple of the trials that happened a couple months back or a month ago. So, and no vaccine has been made in under two, five years. Like, I don't even know, but I, I know it takes a few years to make a vaccine. And them rushing it the way they are just for pretty much political purposes. I mean, really for our well-being, but they're doing it in such an unsafe fashion politically. And it's going to end up fucking us up. <laughs> just by them, like, skipping certain measures and certain trials that they run through to make sure that it's going to be good. Nah, all that shit going to be on the back burner because they got to get this shit out. And Trump wanted to be able to say he did it. But that ship has sailed because you lost the election, buddy. So we just got to be smart as a people. We don't need to really rely on the vaccine. We just need to rely on God and love. Those two things will get us through. Big facts. Big facts. <clears throat> yeah, man. And um, it's about that time because I'm out of news. I ain't got no other shit to tell. <laughs> so you, cool. Yeah, man. Like Go ahead and like the blunt. And all our fellow listeners out there, nobody's listening right now, but I know y'all going to be coming soon. Feel free to like to join up, get blunt, get your bong ready. You know what I'm saying? If you into the songs, hopefully you ate them about yes. 20 minutes ago, so you'll start feeling the effects hitting shortly as we start talk about. Yeah, why, 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 why like 20 oh, minutes Oh, well, that's, that's how long it takes, the minimum amount of time it takes for you to start feeling the effects of them. It takes about 20, 30 minutes to start feeling a little come up. Uh, what kind of effects do you start feeling early, like first? Well, from how I describe the come up, um, well, with me, this is, this is the funny thing with me. I've never taken shrooms sober. Like, I've always smoked before I took shrooms. So, I don't know if that is the reason why I get the feeling I get. But I've listened to other trip reports, and people have attested to feel the same kind of come up. But... You, you you feel like a sense of happy. My very first feeling, like, what's the, the first? first yeah. Like, oh, hold on. Something feel different. Like, do your, do your nose no. tingle? Like, what, what is it? Every, you, you get this overwhelming sense of euphoria that starts to gradually linger on you and pulse on you. The like your that. visuals, it seems like everything gets a little bit more prettier. Like the sky was a little bit more blue. It almost seemed like I saw okay. stars in the daylight. Like everything, it shit just started looking all right. Yep, they're hitting me. Like you know when they hit when they're coming up. It's a very distinct feeling. It, it's it. You, you feel I I felt nothing but happiness in all my come ups, happiness and okay understanding what well, that comes after the happiness. It's like oh, I get it. 
<laughs> it's like I, I keep having that sense of I get it. Because I've been studying mushrooms for a good while before I even tried them. I probably did a good two two or three years of like just on and off, little casual research on different mushroom types, um, listening to trip reports on YouTube. Uh, shout out to DMT World. Uh, it's a little drug form, a uh, uh, psychedelic social media website where people share their experiences and they just talk about shit all day, cultivation uh, techniques and stuff like that. And um, yeah, so I have been playing around with already having, well, feeling like I had like a good understanding on mushrooms before I even tried them. But no amount of book work can can equate to the experience itself. The experience itself is magical. Literally out of this world. But before I start talking about my experience too much, because I want to tell, I want to give you two two different stories. Because I've taken mushrooms maybe three three or four times. If there was a fourth time, I don't remember it. <laughs> But I think three I think three times. Okay. Um yeah. And I had the pleasure of having a really good trip, having a bad trip, and having somewhat of an in between where I had a good in the beginning and it kinda ended really kinda sour, but you know, you learn from each experience. Did it, I don't even really like the term bad trip. It, I'd rather call it a hard trip. There's a soft trip. Yeah. A, like hard a, a good trip. trip would be a soft trip, and then a bad trip would be a hard trip. Because, I mean, it's not really bad, because if you learn something good from it, was it really bad? The experience itself might have been frightening. It depends on if it if it lifts your psychotic. Yeah, enough. you'll feel psychotic in the moment, but the moment passes, even though the moment might feel like an eternity because you lose your sense of time. But yeah, it passes, <laughs> and that's why it's always good to have a chip, sir, kids, so you can have somebody there with you to just plainly remind you, "Hey, bro." You're not dying. You're just on strong. Calm down. It's okay. You're, you're just tripping. Yep. It's all right. You just, you just need somebody that will just remind you of that. Somebody who's understanding, compassionate, to just be gentle with you if you start overreacting. And you're gonna be and you're gonna be able and you're gonna be able to comprehend what they're saying. Or yeah. Deep into your I mean, I've never taken anything more than three grams of mushrooms, so. I don't know how incoherent you are at any higher doses. I've heard stories that it really doesn't matter. <laughs> Everything like plays into the trip anyway. So, um, yeah. but yeah, you're 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 in the higher doses. I'm told you're pretty much out of it, in the sense to where you, somebody's talking to you. Yeah, you might hear them, but you might not see them. They might just sound like a voice in the distance guiding you through the abyss. 
you see that little tunnel of light down there? That's the voice telling you to calm down. It's okay. It's your I friend see. telling you this shit, and it might come off as a sacred spirit telling you this shit. <laughs> hmm. That's why. That's why it's cool to do it with people who are experienced or do it with shamans if you're doing another psychedelic other than mushrooms. If you're trying ayahuasca for the first time or peyote or something like that, it's cool to do it with the people who are familiar with the substance because they know how to use it. You can get the full benefit out of it. Yeah, kind of like a doctor mm-hmm. prescribing it, right? Just like that. Yeah, I need some. But, yeah. but here's some nice, solid facts about mushrooms for you. Um, yeah, give us some facts, because we need these people to know, you know what's right. real and what's not. When it comes to these things, we ain't trying to promote nothing that's going to sting you in the roadway, but something that's possibly going right, to sting you in because... the I see mushrooms as a cure for a lot of unnecessary suffering in people's psyche because you get a bigger relationship with yourself and self-love is the best love and if you learn to love yourself, you can love anybody and you can't have the capacity to love anybody else unless you love yourself. So mushrooms are a good doorway to help you do that. But right now I got a couple quotes from the John Hopkins research. Um, If anybody's listening who's familiar with psychedelics and mushrooms, I'm pretty sure you've already done study on these studies and you've already heard this because this is pretty well-known psychedelic research at this point. But this is for all my people who might not know. Uh, Mushrooms, possible cure for depression. John Hopkins has treated over 460 patients with one or two sessions. Patients are reported to have depression lifted for months on end. The psilocybin reduces the brain's response to negative emotional stimuli. And brain scans show that you have far more neural connectivity after the treatment than you do on and before. And what that pretty much entails is, you know, your brain is split up in two different hemispheres. You have the left and the right side to make it rudimentary. And when you eat the mushrooms and go through that experience, the heightened neural connectivity, that's the neural connectivity in between the two spheres. It, It allows both spheres of your brain to talk more if that makes any kind of sense. Like, more or less, like, beforehand, they pretty much stay in their own lane. Like, your left brain is associated with your logical, rational uh, structure, orderly thinking, and your right brain is associated with your creativity, your out-of-the-box, abstract thinking. It's your chaos and your order. You have both of those things. Shout out to all my Carl Young readers. Um, and Jordan Peterson, too. Shout out to them. Uh, oh, Frederick Nietzsche, too. Shout out to that boy. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but, yeah. So, your brain starts talking a lot more to itself. And you get a broader 
perspective. That's all it's doing. It's heightening your perspective. It gives you more of a sense of hope and worthiness. Uh, it could be one of the most fearful experiences that you go through. It almost feels like you're going to die. Or if you let go in the experience, you're going to go crazy. Like You feel like if you succumb to the experience, you're going to like literally lose your mind. Like, and I've had a slight, like I, I, from one of the trips that I went through, one of the what I would say hard trips I've went through. I, I probably think I have a good idea of what a schizophrenic might think like, <laughs> just based on like thinking, like because I've never really taken too many high of a dose so my experiences were very lucid and I'm a very big lucid dreamer anyway so I think that might help with me remembering and I remember my thought process on like trying to handle certain people while I was tripping because I was trying to keep the people around me calm because I was tripping balls they knew I was tripping balls they didn't know anything about mushrooms I knew a lot but that's not comforting to them that I know a lot about it because they don't know anything about it and they think I'm going to go crazy. So I was, during my trip, I was trying to help them. I was trying to convince them that I was okay and not going crazy, but that's very hard to do when you're going through an experience that's literally shattering your perception into a paradigm that actually fits someone who is crazy <laughs> if that makes sense hello are you there oh no my dog went to sleep on me well that's okay <laughs> I'm talking to the ethereal plane at this point so to continue talking on with the rest of the, my listeners here it is not an addictive drug, and it could possibly be a cure for addictive substances, as well as a cure for PTSD. In the study, they did a metric of using 20 to 30 micrograms per 70 kilograms of your body weight. And I measured that for myself. I'm like 200 pounds, so that'll put me at... Uh, dosage at 37 milligrams for thousands of years it's been part of our culture and I think we're going to end this today folks the next podcast will be started with my trip story because I see that's the thing that keeps people awake <laughs> Nobody likes to hear the research, but it's okay. That's why I'm here, cause um, I, I I need I need my people to be educated in these things because they've been trying to hold this away from us between the Roman Catholic Church burning down the Library of Alexandria back in the year three hundred some odd A.D to the suppression of psychedelic substances with the war on drugs, the outlaw of paganism amongst a lot of society, shamanism looked down upon, 
we had the Salem witch trials, and those were people just probably brewing up ergot potions after they found out that the substance gives them hallucinatory experiences. So many things I need to teach y'all about a little bit of evolution and why it's just a theory and tell y'all a little bit on the theories that might bring aliens into our story or if not aliens just psychedelics themselves because they are very alien but that's it for today folks I love all y'all that's all folks I hope you enjoyed the conversation episode 2 we'll be starting off on the little updates on the news that we might have that arrive in the next week or so because we're going to try to make this podcast thing a thing we do every week but starting off I kind of see us probably doing it maybe every two weeks just as we work out the kinks of trying to gather our information and be able to give you better quality relaying of that information. (laughs) I'm still getting better with speaking. Uh, I find myself to be a little bit socially awkward. You know, I don't really engage in the social medias and I don't really have too many friends. I can't really trust too many people out here. Not too many people whose intentions are pure and I try to hold mine to be as pure as possible. Even though I know we're all human. Nobody's perfect, but I feel like everybody should be striving to be the best them that they can be possible. So, tune into our next episode. I'll be just giving a nice play-by-play of my two trip stories that I want to share, and um, hopefully you'll enjoy. Ciao.